0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Who, 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 who. Whoa. Slow, who, 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 who. Whoa. I could be suiting up. So I got my bow tie on, yeah. I could be chilling now. So I got my dad hat on, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Who, who, who. I could be chilling now. So I got my dad hat on, yeah. I could be suitin' up. So I got my bow tie on, yeah. Dad hats and bow ties. Dad hats and bow. Dad hats and bow ties. Dad hats and bow. I could be suitin' up. So I got my bow tie on, yeah. I could be chillin' out. So I got my dad hat on, yeah. Dad hats and bow ties. Dad hats and bow. Dad hats and bow ties. Dad hats and bow ties.
0: Let's I'm go. I'm yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Very special yeah. episode of Dad Has a bow tie. Oh.
0: See, so proud hey. are you. Yeah. Watch your body, watch your frame. you look under by your game, yeah. So proud yeah. are you. Watch your saying, and be glad. Especially when you're bad,
1: Do it like this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah. 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 Look
2: where we reach again. And up in a party in the streets again. Even though I know? never wanna be a thousand man and a thousand girl.
0: I wanna jam Look where we reach hello. Why we bring sun up to the beach, and you no. Know? Such a breed. I is not your man You is not my God hey! Until we reach so like this to the
1: original plot of the movie First we about to get started chat, oh, my oh, my oh my god oh my god know what i'm gonna go flip them birds being and torn my and everything i'm good you might too far look
0: look at my for run left back. Hey,
1: hey. the back. My like to. To. Let's
0: go. We gotta bring it back to the states. We gotta
1: bring it back to the states. One more song and we gonna get up. We gonna get right into it.
2: Her hey. back's on the wall. Come for me close to you. Rock me deep into the morning.
0: Me! Help! Help! I
2: wanna be leaving with
0: someone. I'll be for a good price time with Yesterday's price, because i is right, not I
1: This let's go. We starting the show right after this.
0: Mm. I want shits with the
1: dip though. I like how this come on.
0: Huh? World. Hey, Miss Walker, thank you for wanting a verse from me, apologies for the wait, sometimes it's hard to get the distractions up off you, for enough time to jot your thoughts, but fuck it, this morning I got to, I'm thinking about you, I heard you just had you another little baby, congratulations, I hope you got through it with no complications, I find it amazing the way that you juggle your kids, the biz, the fame, the bitches that's hating. They sit around waiting for you to fall off like the album I'm making. But I hope that you're taking a little time for yourself. Still in a moment or two to unwind between the hectic sounds of your precious baby crying. Do you clear your mind? Must be a lot going on. I hear it in all of your songs. Niggas been doing your wrong, family been doing your wrong. On days you feeling like you on your own, I wrote this for you to put on. Thank you for sharing your light, your voice and writing the beautiful poems. Session 32, bring me the tears. Be getting choked up when I hear it. Seems like I keep crying off so much since a nigga had these kids. And I don't know what it is that made me so sensitive. More than I already was. Never mind that, I'm back I'm sending you this little audio hug And hostess, you smile for getting the stress that piles from all the above The more that we hurt, the harder we love As soon as it's gone, we gotta re-up It's just like a drug If people knew half of the pressure They know that it's hard to be her. I'm sending you Susan, Ari, my love Y'all holding us down, y'all holding the crowns You ever need something from me? Don't hesitate, please Just hit me and I'll be around I'm gone (laughs) (laughs)
1: Sensational Ladies and gentlemen, it is another episode of Dad Hats in Bow Ties. Not the real clap in the background.
2: I mean, shit, we here.
1: <laughs> it's the Kid XAB, and I'm here with a special guest. You gonna say your name or, or I mean you know, I thought you was gonna introduce nah, yourself. No, nah, we don't do those. Like, <laughs> <up?" laughs> You're gonna have to introduce yourself.
2: <laughs> what's up, y'all? It's Diamond Dimes in the building. You, you can, can clearly
1: tell she's a Brooklyn chick the wow, way she said that. Wow. wow it's wow. Diamond Dimes. Diamond the-
2: Dimes
1: <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Um so we normally start with an all-man moment. Do you have any one of those?
2: All man.
1: All man meaning something crazy that happened in your week. But you want to highlight
2: i mean that it's something crazy was happening all week but we ain't gonna yeah we ain't gonna that.
1: okay all right yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right um i don't have an all man for this episode damn that's crazy i mean sometimes we don't right? have them yeah, sometimes sure we don't that. have them listen we're here we're gonna get right into the topics of conversation um so they came out with a new pair of glasses and they're calling them the Riz glasses. Riz. And essentially, do you know what Riz is? Mm-mm. Oh, damn. Okay. Well, she's a Brooklyn chick that's not up with, with the new <laughs> slang, clearly. <laughs> um, Riz is the new way to say charisma. When somebody has charisma mm, or when somebody just got that swag, mm-hmm. niggas be like they got the Riz now. A little yeah. too close to jizz for me, but... Uh, <laughs> it's neither here or there all right? It's okay, yeah. all right uh-huh. all right niggas is walking around <laughs> saying they got the jizz i don't know but uh they got these things called the riz glasses where essentially they are glasses that you can see text on and someone else can't mm-hmm. and is connected to chat gpt so what they were saying was you could use these on dates and or interviews
2: to get the answers, to get the answers. <laughs> so the shit is
1: listening to the conversation and telling you what the best answer to whatever it is that is hearing is. Now, if you was on a date and a nigga had those on and you found out at some point they was getting answers from chat GPT, how would you feel?
2: I would take those glasses
1: because <laughs>
2: now I'm going to ask you a question to ask you. Like,
1: would you still date them after? I,
2: I mean, to be completely honest, I, I mean, I, I, I get it. I get why you felt the need to have the they little... Try, that's
1: maximum effort right there.
2: Yeah. that You feel <laughs> me? You went, you went all out to make sure that you had something to give me. But now, let me see what you actually got, because...
1: So, what if the nigga got no riz after they take the glasses off? Damn. What if they corny as hell? It just
2: wasn't meant to be. Damn.
1: Be. Okay. Yeah. Yep. No, that sounds like Brooklyn shit to me.
2: <laughs> First <laughs> of all, are they shades or are they like actual glasses? Because... I feel like you can't wear shades in an interview.
1: The one that I saw looked like regular glasses. Okay. So they look like regular glasses and you throw them shits on and on the inside of the lens, you can see like it gives you like this kind of bubbled view, but mm-hmm. you can see text. Naturally, the other person can't, can't see what see you it. see.
2: That's wild. That's wild as hell. I, I mean, it's
1: that. it's it's looking like the future. <sighs> it's looking like... With all of this AI and all these extra technological things coming out, mm-hmm. I would say in the next three years, that might be, I don't say common, but that might be something <laughs> niggas got to look out for. They really look out, yeah, yeah,
2: I felt like it too, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: So um, I wouldn't
2: be surprised by this,
1: ladies and gentlemen. When you going on dates, be aware. Yeah, niggas got glasses. <laughs> Take them be shits aware. off, nah. Let me see that. what's
2: going on. Let me see your eyes. Yeah, that's
1: a fact. That first date definitely got to be in the pool. Now <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta see everything. That makeup is coming off. Glasses is coming off. Everything. everything. We in the pool.
2: That's it. We inside.
1: Yeah, we inside. <laughs> <laughs> we inside. Outside somewhere. Um. All right. So in a relationship, what are you more orientated to do when shit is starting to go south? Are you more oriented to stay and try and make it work? Or are you more on the side of when shit start going left, you ready to dip? You ready to leave that nigga? Um,
2: I mean, I feel like it depends on the amount of time that was already invested to be completely honest um if it's starting to go south there has to be a communication barrier there mm-hmm. like if 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 there's no way for us to get past what we're going through right now then something wasn't established in the beginning okay you know what i'm saying so when stuff is going south it shouldn't be going south because at some point like listen i don't like this and it's either you gonna fix it or we need to come to uh, common ground as to what this is So that when we do hit this again How we need to go about it So if there is no uh Solution To getting past that Then there's no way to com- Like continue I should say
1: So what are like What do you consider A good foundation And what are deal breakers for you
2: Um uh, um I would say a good foundation starts with communication you know mm. uh just out out front outright letting you know what it, my likes my dislikes uh things that kind of ticks me off or whatever the case may be and for you you could let me know what ticks you off as well um and from there it should be you know something that we can communicate to where is this something that we could probably get past if something was to happen in that case
1: you or- know what's interesting so we didn't f- properly introduce Dimes. Okay. Um, we didn't. So Diamond has been around for a long period of time. I have, yes. Um, at some point, I mean, I wouldn't. I don't know if you want to call it mentorship, but at some point I was a guiding light <laughs> in Diamond's life. Um, and so to hear you say that compared to probably a response you would have gave me
2: how many years ago
1: <laughs> shit maybe even 2 years ago chuck crazy Don't do not that. that's years.
2: you tracked it that's is
1: me. is it's good to hear okay. i I'd, I'd like to see that your mindscape is evolving okay. um and that I think that's a good answer in terms of communication. One hundred percent is one of the key foundations well, too.
2: I, And I also have to say that too because I wasn't great at, communi- at communicating at, at all. all. Wow! 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 At let's, all? Let's not do that. Nah, you
1: <laughs> asked Diamond a, a squared away regular ass question, and she looked you dead <laughs> in your face and like she didn't hear you. Like motherfucker, what? I, I just asked you uh-huh. what the temperature was.
2: And I'm not going to hold you. Yes, I know for a fact because, you know, of uh, a past relationship that I was in, it kind of like, you know, closed off a lot of barriers for me because it's just like what is what it is is what it is. You know what I mean? And taking what you give me as for what it is, instead of trying to communicate to understand why it is that you did this or why it is that you acted this way. So
1: so wait, you're saying you picked up some of those behaviors from a previous relationship?
2: yeah i would say give or take it was one of those things i mean
1: that's that's a lot of self-awareness what what was going on that made you feel like you had to shut down to that point
2: um so i'm i'm a person that i kind of like take your word for it right Mm. and there's a lot of people that be like yeah you could take someone's word but their actions is what you should be looking out for and his actions wasn't Matching his words, but Mm -hmm. yet I would always take his word for it because at the end of the day, you told me you're going to do this. I'm going to take your word for it because at the end of the day, when I give you my word, that's what I do. So I kind of like looked at it as I'm giving you my word as to what I'm going to do. So I expect you when you tell me that this is what you're going to do, that that, that's what you're going to do. Right. Not knowing that, you know, what you tell me and to watch what you say is two different things and to go by what you're doing than what you're telling me. You know what I mean? So... It was something that I had to kinda like grow to like actually watch people's actions more than what they told me to to kind of see if their actions matches their words.
1: Okay. So when you feel like actions match words, do you feel like you're a better communicator?
2: Absolutely. Cause I feel like if you're going to say that you're going to do something and you actually do it, then you're a man of your word. Mm -hmm. Then being someone that's like, yeah, I'm going to pay you back. And then I see that you're getting money and you're doing everything else Mm -hmm. instead of paying someone back. You're not doing what you're saying that you were going to do. You feel me?
1: How long does it take for you to realize you can open up to somebody?
2: Ooh, that's a great question.
1: (laughs) That's that's what we do over here. You feel me?
2: You get real deep. I was just gonna. Sorry. Um, Honestly, I'm a people person, so I I'm pretty straightforward. I tell you what I feel like you need to know as a first impression. Um, Mm -hmm. And then based off of that, based on how you go off of what I give you is how I know if I need to give you more, if I need to just stay where we at. So if I tell you that I've been hurt before and whatever the case may be, and I tell you that I I, me, personally, I don't do certain things because I feel as if you're going to take this and take advantage of this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If you give me the, oh, whenever you're ready, you know, I'm I'm here for you whenever you're ready. Let me know, blah, blah, blah. i will be like, okay, so when I'm actually ready to let you in more, boom, you're right there. Right. But if you take it as a, oh, you're not even, like, doing this. You're not... Like I'm telling you that I'm doing this and you're Mm -hmm. just not, then you're not the one for me because you like, it's on your type of timing instead of mine. Mm. You know what I mean? Like we have to be on the same boat. Like when I'm ready that you're willing to wait for when I'm ready to open up to you to move forward on certain aspects of.
1: No, that makes sense. I think I could see both sides of it. I could see why that could be difficult for somebody who is built in a certain type of way where, Mm -hmm. They are just used to having vulnerability within a space. Right. And I can see it from the opposite side where it's kind of like you can't tell anybody when they should be vulnerable with you because you don't know their experiences. You don't know what's gone on with them to make them uh, maybe operate in the, the notion that they operate out of. Um, I, I guess the one caveat is there's a difference between doing that from a healed space and doing that from an unhealed space. So if you're doing it because you haven't done the work to complete your healing, then it becomes an issue that you have to handle. Mm -hmm. If it's like, no, this is my boundary and you have to respect my boundary. That's totally different. And then that's on the other person to navigate how they need to navigate with that understanding. Mm -hmm. They can't force you out of whatever pocket you're in. So, I can see it from both both ends of the spectrum. Um, all right, all of this is coming from a post, but did you answer the other aspect of the, the question? What was the other aspect? I'm sorry. Foundations, um, and there was another part. Hold up. What did I say? Um, see that you... Oh, are you more orient- oriented to make it work or not?
2: Oh yeah. If you're if you are open to, you know, I guess learning more about me and same I think it should go vice versa if right. I'm open to learning more about you. You know what I mean? Like you can kinda of tell if someone is open to learning more and to understanding you or if they're just stuck on this is about me and what I want and calling it a day. You know what I mean? Right. I feel like if they are open and they have the potential to, you know, kind of know you and be molded in that way to know how to handle you, then yeah, you can make it work. But if it's uh like it's all about them, they don't give a fuck about you and how you feel in the instance, it's all about how they're feeling and they want you to understand how they feel is them, 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 mm-hmm. then there's nothing to work on in that aspect because at the end of the day you're going to try to work on trying to make sure that they understand where you're coming from and it's going to fall on deaf ears.
1: Dem 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 was mad caribbean. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it is cuz I think it's like me 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 <laughs> you
1: know? so. we we're going to we, throw a we, <laughs> <Yeah>. we. <laughs> um I would say I am def- definitely oriented to try and make something work more so than i am uh like cutting people off or cutting situations off quickly Mm -hmm. like i try everything to make things work even when i am getting all of the signs that it doesn't work or shouldn't work Mm -hmm. or this could be a waste of time to even try to Salvage this relationship But see
2: I've also been in that space Where it's just like ugh, You've put all this time in You know mm-hmm. what I mean Because they said that the most precious gift That you can give somebody is your time That's a So fact. you feel as if you have given all this time And it's just like listen At the end of the day I'm going to fight for this So I want you to understand where I'm coming from And I'm going to try my best to understand Where you're coming from But if there's no openness to learning on both ends You're honestly wasting your time
1: Absolutely. On both ends of the spectrum, you run the risk of doing something that wastes your time or uh, is just detrimental. Mm -hmm. So like on the side of keeping things that don't serve you, you are most likely wasting your time and or you're hurting yourself because this person is most likely showing you in every way possible that either this relationship is not going to work or they're just not somebody that needs to be in your life. Maybe it's for a seasonal period, right? Maybe they don't mm-hmm. need to be in your life at this moment or they don't need to be in your life at all. At all. Um, but they're showing you and they're doing everything that is letting you know that and you're still holding on. It's like holding on a broken glass. Right. The, the more you hold on to it, the, the tighter you gonna, yeah, the more yeah. it's going to hurt you. And then on the other end of it, if you're cutting everybody off in two seconds or the moment they do one thing that kind of sets you off or triggers you and that probably is telling me that you got some other shit going on (laughs) that you gotta you gotta figure out
2: yeah me i i kind of have like a grace period so um there's a lot of people that if if it's one red flag they just automatically cut people off but me i kind of give you that space to kind of explain yourself right and if it makes sense cool if it don't make sense i'll tell you why it didn't make sense and right. then if it happens again, it's just like, hmm, did you learn from the first time or no? Like, you know what I'm saying?
1: That so sound like a setup, like you beat niggas.
2: No! <laughs> listen, I don't got no DV cases. Don't Yo, want none of them, I'ma so I'm going to give you one
1: time to tell me the truth. I'm a, You got one time. No. And
2: it's it, more so, listen, the first offense at the end of the day, we still getting to know each other. So your first offense can go under the bridge. Like, it's okay. Like, okay. Let me find out why you thought this way or whatever the case may be. And let me try to understand it. And can we move past it? Cool. But the second time it happens again, and it could be just be the simplest thing. Like maybe I didn't call you back or didn't answer your phone call. You know what I'm saying? And you just automatically felt some type of ways. It's like, sir, what is the real issue here? You know what I'm saying? The sir
1: is crazy. (laughs) What's
2: the real (laughs) issue here? Because at the end of the day, if you know how my day-to-day goes or if I know how your day-to-day goes, cool, you're at work from this time to this time. You didn't answer my message or you didn't answer my call because you were obviously at work. Like, I wouldn't take it into, uh, like, oh, I wouldn't drag the situation, I should say, and be like, yo, you was probably doing this and blah, 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 because that's toxic shit. Right. And I've been there.
1: Um, yeah, so this conversation comes from this post here. It says, "My boyfriend taught me that when you really love someone and you want a solid relationship, you communicate and you make any changes that are necessary. You'll go through some rough shit with someone just to come out stronger and smarter. That's love, and I think that's my philosophy. Like I, I agree with that, and that's why I tend to try to make things work. But I've also realized, and this happened over the pandemic." Um, that that is my, that was one of the things that held me back. That was one of the things that didn't necessarily serve me in the ways that I needed to in order to grow, because I kept, as we were saying, holding on to things that it was like, this is not getting any better, X, You got to, at some point, realize the better thing to do instead of trying to hold on and help this person through their healing journey and help them. Be the person that you want them to be, because what that is is a projection of their potential that they don't they may not even have. You have this idea that they haven't reached their maximum potential. And when they do, you and them could be perfect and y'all will be amazing together or this person could stay in your life. But you're projecting something that doesn't really truly exist. It's something that's in your mind that you hope and you wish will happen instead of just looking at the reality of who that person is and who they're showing themselves to be. And saying, does that person that is in front of you fit in your life? And if the answer is no, or if the answer is not in the ways that you think they should, then you have to then look at yourself and say, well, what do you need to do in order to change that, to make your life the way you, wanna, you want it to be? And if that means that it excludes that individual, then it has to exclude that individual. And I guess it, it took me a long time to kind of like come to that conclusion. So it's very interesting. And you say you have you put grace periods and things like that. Um, it's very interesting how long it took me to get to that process of like realizing. All right. I have to start being a little bit more intentional about if people are serving me or not.
2: Right. Um, And I, I think the only beneficial part about grace periods for me was more so of the like knowing who the person is that I'm dealing with. So the grace period was more so because of their potential.
0: I, mm. If you didn't have
2: no potential, there was no grace period for you. You know what I'm saying? So if I saw the potential that, you know, you could be a better person and you can do this and you can be even greater than where you are right now is the reason why I stayed because I knew that I would be able to help you in that regard. Right. But again, A lot of us, we do fall victim to falling in love with the potential than the actual person that's there right there. Because, yeah, the potential is there, but whether or not they are ready to grow into that potential is up to them. And you cannot force people to change or do what you want them to do. Right.
1: Yeah. And I think a lot of people, like, they understand that. But they don't practice it. So they understand on a level that if you ask anybody like, yo, you know, you can't make anybody do what you want them to do. They'll tell you like, yeah. But when you're in relationships or when you are in the presence of certain people, it's almost like that hope and that wish takes over and all sensibilities go out the window. Absolutely. Yep. And you are sitting there and you're like. I know I can't make this person the person I need them or want them to be, but they're right there. And you mm-hmm. hold on to every little shit. Some of the shit is not even a sign that they're going in the right direction. But you add that extra layer on it. Be like, yo, this nigga stop eating McDonald's. Like, he really...
0: <laughs>
1: he trying to be healthy now. Like, no. The nigga just I'm, I'm not <laughs> can't gon- get McDonald's that I'm day. I'm
2: not going to hold you. There was a time where I was in that exact same space. And I forgot who I had this conversation with. But they legit was just like, listen, at the end of the day, you may fall in love with the potential... But everybody else around you sees that this person is not where they're going, where they need to. And sometimes, you know, you know, they, they try to tell you, like, you have haters and blah, blah, blah. But
1: it's probably me that you talking you have, you you're talking If you have, you're stupid. i probably now, tell you
2: that. It, I mean, it, uh, it could have been. But I'm sure I've had multiple people about my past relationships tell me on more than one occasion that they and I was just that one person that was just like, no. I don't care what y'all are telling me. I see something different than y'all don't see. You know what I'm saying? Like I deal with this nigga 24 seven. Y'all don't mm-hmm. like. You know what I mean? So just like, oh, he's not for you. Be like, y'all don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. Like, right. you feel me? Yeah, y'all may see that because I I know what y'all see, but I right. know what I see. You know? Right. You don't and know you
1: get the wet towel after you. He gets hey, the hot
2: hey, rag. hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Not talking <laughs> sexual here. Not talking sexual. He What's gets the high
1: her? rag right after he wiped me off. Oh, you don't know that nigga God. is. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga soft and sexual on, this You is take care has, of me
2: This is that hass in both times I forgot My bad y'all yeah, yeah. come on Come <laughs> on out on. On. Yeah. No it was just one of those things Like yeah I saw the potential That the nigga could be The nigga that I actually wanted For myself
1: mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean And no matter how many talks I had with him And be like yo I don't like this The nigga would say I'm sorry I'll do better Right you know what I'm saying? And that's what goes back to me taking his word for it. But yet his actions would show me different.
1: And those are the moments that nobody else sees.
2: Absolutely. You,
1: you, so. they, they see the, the fuck shit because mm-hmm. that's normally the loudest, or they see you upset, but you don't you they don't see the moments where that individual that did that is also apologizing and you're seeing like raw emotion mm-hmm. or you're seeing Vulnerability at a level That makes you say Right Or
2: or they give you the I haven't been in this situation In so long Like I'm trying to learn Teach me You know what I mean So when you get those And again I've had to learn That there's niggas That be manipulative And do all that type of shit To be like I haven't been here Teach me To where You feel like You're being a big part in that situation, in that growth journey, in that growth journey, and these niggas is playing with you because they don't give a fuck about growing. Right, you know what they I'm saying? they
1: they just know that, that they just is know a,
2: that that's what's gonna keep you there. Right, right. So they 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 play the part for you to stay there as long as they can possibly keep you there, and you know, and just monopolize off of it. But either way, what I was saying
1: was, at
2: the end of the day, like.
1: That's why I don't fuck with niggas that be saying they on a the healing journey all the time. That's a red <laughs> fucking flag now. Y'all nah, a healing yeah. journey,
2: that is like, everybody is on to that. We hip to that. We woke. Yeah, like, fuck yeah, that. You like, healing? Okay. Hit me up when you done healing. Because yeah, that, if y'all talking a, to you during that healing process, is not it for me. Y'all had a cool
1: decade of using that bullshit. Y'all had a cool decade of telling niggas, I'm healing. <laughs> and niggas being like, oh, shit. All right. You know what? Like, mm-hmm. let me, let me. Now, yo, you healing? Cool. Heel over there, Heel over there. Hey, That's hey, crazy. Heel <laughs> over there. That's just bullshit. Like,
2: people listen, they be like, You just never know who's there for you during your journey, and blah, blah, blah. But there'll be some distractions during your journey. And when you lose focus as to what it is that you really want to do while you're on that, is when people kind of revert back to what they were trying to get away from,
1: right? So, yeah, yeah. 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 And a lot of unfortunately like you kind of alluded to a lot of people use healing now as a form of manipulation mm-hmm. or or use some form of like yo i ain't never i haven't been here before in a long like a long period of time i haven't <laughs> felt like this about nobody right? you make me feel right. like and it's like no yo, nigga, you told, told keisha, you... keisha that two yeah.
2: weeks ago Did <laughs> keisha go crazy <laughs> hey, hey you keisha, told her that listen to this i'm sorry
1: yeah, i ain't talking about that keisha <laughs> Niggas, man. <laughs> but that's what they be doing. Tanisha, they be like, they told Tanisha two weeks ago the same shit. They in your face talking about some, you know. What I mean, I never felt like this about nobody. Da 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 da. Listen, man, get that shit up out of here. <laughs> that, that's how I feel now. Word. That's if anybody telling me they healing, anybody telling me I I made them feel some way they never felt before, you had to be on earth. 25 years plus at this point. If I'm the first time you felt this type of love or appreciation or like, something the fuck is wrong. All right. But see,
2: no, no.
1: I'm not trying to take away from my specialness. I'm just saying. I'm
2: just saying there's some people because they could have been in toxic shit to the point where they don't understand how to actually be treated like an actual. you know, female or a gentleman actually opening the car door or the door for them or being on the right side of the sidewalk. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, that shit feel like
1: a red flag. Now, if I'm walking down the street with you and you're like, yo, a nigga never, nigga that was never on the outside. What type of niggas Was you dealing with And how did I end up here The
2: wrong nigga And why you ended up there Is because Shorty Was probably looking cute And she struck your interest Like it is what it is Yeah I fucked up Exactly Or or the conversation enlightened you To where it's like Oh she has potential (laughs) It sound
1: like I'm dealing with a rat Or a pigeon Yeah At that point You're I done fucked up No. <laughs> I'm in the wrong at place At that point
2: you did not fuck up because you don't know you may have been in the right place At the
1: uh,
2: I don't know if it's the wrong
1: or right time I'm just saying I'm at the age now yep. Where you should have experienced Some basic some shit Some
2: basic chivalry
1: shit yeah. Understood. If, if at this big age <laughs> You telling me You ain't never had a nigga buy you food before I don't know <laughs> The body food goes crazy I don't know I don't, I might be in the wrong place I'm shopping at the wrong mall Yeah, that, that's, that's all cannot. I'm saying Like yeah I, in, I definitely enjoy Like Giving a shorty new experiences mm-hmm. I like that Bow Wow fucked that shit up Because he made it seem crazy When he said it But I like the idea Of coming into somebody's life And treating them in a way That is special Because I, I always say I'm trying to be top five in all aspects mm-hmm. when me and somebody, if we end up not being together, I want them to always feel like, yo, X was something that was a special experience for me. Right. So, cool. But there's just certain things where it's like, damn, you never experienced that? Oh, okay. All right. Maybe you dealt with some fuck niggas. Cool. Right. But then it comes a point where it's like, okay, nah. <laughs> I don't know what type of niggas you be dating. So- but- I, it ain't the nigga like me.
2: I, me personally, I I personally had my own accounts to where I had this conversation with my best friend. And he's a male. And I've always told him, like, even if we went to, like, new places or whatever, he'd be like, yo, you never been to such and such. And I'd be like, why would you think that I've been to such and such? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not to say, like, oh, yeah, okay, you're used to going there. Cool. That's a you thing. But right. me being a, I don't want to call it, I was about to say a soul city girl. It wasn't a city girl. But me being a Go Brooklyn ahead, expose girl. expose yourself. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that's been out here going to school and doing what I got to do, went to class, everything, like, When niggas be like Oh let's go on a date I haven't been on dates Like my real relationship Was legit four years ago And And it's like And to say like yo Yeah I was in a relationship Over five years On and off But to say like yeah We went on dates Dates wasn't a
1: thing And that makes sense Because I'll say this I Everybody knows I have a lot of different Female friends Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And some of the most Gorgeous friends that i have have definitely told me like i was the first one to introduce them to a steakhouse or i was the first one to take them like to a certain type of restaurant or take them to a certain type of event Mm -hmm. and so that is a common theme and for the niggas, a lot of times you'll look at... And this is why we try to tell you, don't look at a shorty and think she's out of your league. Because a lot of times you're looking at a shorty and you're like, damn, she only deal with baller niggas or something like that. And shorty has never been to another state. That's truth. <laughs> She's never been out of the city. Like, it happens. Um, So I definitely agree with that. Right. It's just certain components start to put me on edge when it's like... <laughs>
2: I'm not going to hold you. When they tell you to shoot your shot, shoot your shot. You should shoot. Because you just never know. Like, yeah, we know how we can come off as or look the best and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, by the end of the day, we're just making sure that we look. I don't want to say look the part, but look into the best of our ability because you just never know.
1: Now nah, like, that's the game females, y'all play, though. Y'all, this
2: female, wait, wait, hold on. Y'all be
1: trying to look the part.
2: There's females <laughs> that be outside to look the part because they be like, "Oh, I'm just trying to find my next baby daddy. Or, I'm just trying to find my husband. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that." And at the end of the day, it works for some of them, and for some people, it. Not to say it don't work, but you still have those small minded people that be like, "Damn, she look not good. I'm not even going to waste my time because she's probably going to reject me." You know what I'm saying? And you just never know. Because nah. you don't know what people, what people like, yeah, I may have gold chains and rings and blah, 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 and the mm, look like I got the most expensive shit on, but I'm looking for the brokest nigga. You just never know. Like, you feel yeah, me? I was
1: never looking for the brokest Shh, nigga. Get the I fuck sa- up out of here. I
2: said what I said. Yeah, okay. Listen, there's broke niggas that know how to treat a bitch more than a rich nigga, so it is a difference. Yeah.
1: All uh-huh. I heard was it's broke niggas with big dicks. That's wow, what I heard wow, you say. Wow, wow, that's that's that's, wow. That's, that's what you said. What I said. <laughs> that is, wow. uh, that is what I heard what? you say. No if anybody attitude. is
2: watching this episode or listening to this, know that that is not what Diamond Dog said. That that's is not exactly what came out of my mouth. What, what came out of my mouth was
1: <laughs> hey, yo. there are quality
2: <laughs> niggas and there's quantity niggas. I'm going to say that again. There's quality mm-hmm. and then there's quantity. Mm-hmm. Quantity gets you but so far But quality there's an essence Within the quality because it's how you treat A person it's how you leave them feeling When you're done what you're doing And it's it's just In regards to that how you make A person feel and how they Leave feeling after whatever The interaction may be with you mm-hmm last longer than what you can actually provide for them
1: so w- what is easier for you to walk away from a nigga that got mad bread mm-hmm. that is just spending on you and keep it a stack because niggas is going to know if you lying
2: they ain't gonna know if i'm lying but i'm standing right
1: yeah, here, uh, okay
2: <laughs> i ain't go lie regardless but go ahead sorry i'm sorry go mad
1: ahead. they 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 got mad bread they willing to trick with all all of that they have a decent personality but they did something fucked up Or a broke nigga who has a great personality but fucked up. Who's easier to leave?
2: Now, I know the typical answer that everybody is expecting to choose is the broke nigga because the nigga was broke regardless, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But to be completely honest, money is money. And me personally, I personally look for different ways to make money. Mm -hmm. So I'm never going to just settle for a nigga that got bread. Like, yeah, he got bread, cool. How can his bread help me out? Mm-hmm. Instead of just buying me shit Like are you investing in me Are you giving me money to then open something Like you know open an account To do something else If you're not doing that You having money does absolutely nothing for me mm-hmm. So the broke nigga Maybe giving me the time that I asked for Maybe doing what the fuck he needs to do To make sure that I am enjoying myself You feel me So Long dick got it You know what You and this dick shit is crazy <laughs> But to be completely honest, if the broke nigga had a nice size, I'm not going to say big dick. I'm going to say a nice size dick and know how to work it. You feel me?
1: Flip it and reverse it.
2: Wow. Wow. Whip it and reverse it. It's (laughs) your flipping if it went. Yeah. Come on. All right. Like I was saying, him on the other hand, if he did some fucked up shit, he fucked up in that regard. Because you know what my where my standards are. You know what I was looking forward to do. You know where my head is at in regards to building. So if you decided to do some dumb shit to where it wasn't coincided to what we had planned, then that's on you. What, what was the reason? <laughs> <laughs> what was the reason? Period. Now, the nigga that got more money, like, he got money. So at the end of the day, he's going to use that to his advantage because he got money to whatever the fuck he wants. So,
0: right.
2: yeah. I'm, listen, listen. I've dealt with people that had money And was cheap as shit So to me It's like you ain't got no money Cause you ain't doing nothing to benefit me In regards to your bread Cause your bread is your bread And I get it
1: Who are these <laughs> niggas? <laughs> I cried laughing, yeah, laughing. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? mean? Like, <laughs> like We need to stay away from these niggas
2: Absolutely stay away from these niggas Fuck them
1: Um, I mean I I believe you I think that ends up being the The trap though Cause I think Once you are a certain level of pretty You're gonna come across Niggas that have money And I think once It's like It's like the opposite of when a nigga bags his first baddie When a chick bags her first Got money nigga She starts to think that that's her standard Like Okay I got a nigga that got money So now from here on out all I'm getting is niggas that got money, and that's not the
2: case. I was about to say,
1: I I, I beg to differ.
2: I think personally, if I, my well, you said this levels are pretty, right? So, if shorty bags a nigga with money, right? Mm-hmm. It also depends on what he's looking for because he could just be looking to have a good time. It could kill
1: less. Well, that's what I think. Certain women they don't understand is like if you bag your first nigga with money. Mm-hmm he may have a certain mentality to why he allowed you to bag him in the first place.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that doesn't necessarily mean that now your standard is, Oh, okay. I attract all niggas with money. Nah, you might've got that one. You're not out of the herd that the, there's always that one slow antelope out of the, out of the herd. You an might've antelope. caught, <laughs> you, you might've caught that nigga. That don't mean you are the supreme predator now. Like you still got chicks chicks out there, like Ruby Rose and shit that get nothing. But
2: I've, I've, I've been in a predicament like this and I'm not going to make this long, but long story short, the nigga had his own company, drove a Maserati, nigga had money. You feel me? And like went to the jewelry store, like religiously every Mm -hmm. week. You know what I'm saying? So I would be with him on those runs and he'd be like, Oh, you want something? And Our friends, I'd be like, no, I'm okay. He'd be like, Mm -hmm. I like these for you. Like, you should get these. Right. And I'd be like, oh, you're offering. Okay, well, that's different.
1: Offering is... You understand what what
2: I'm saying? Like, if you say, if you want something, cool. And I pick out whatever and it's cool, great. But if it's just like, oh, no, you don't want nothing. They'd be like, but I like these for you. Like, you should get these. Right. Because I know it's on your dollar regardless. Right. By all means, do what you got to do. Right. But it, it... the having money thing to me doesn't do anything for me because at the end of the day, I, I make money too. So it's like... I, uh,
1: I mean, that goes into another one of my theories. My theory that I've been running with lately is women who have had to in some way, shape, or form hustle or have a job mm-hmm. have an understanding regarding money that's way different That women who are spoiled or haven't necessarily needed to solely rely on themselves to get through life. Like the women who have had certain hustles and jobs. They will look at you and they will say, oh, shit, I don't want you spending all your bread on me. The ones that are spoiled or maybe not used to uh, having to rely on just solely themselves. Those are the ones that I I tend to see, that have no real understanding or concept of the value of money, and think that you spending three thousand dollars on a bag for them is okay, knowing that three thousand dollars in New York is rent. Like it's more than rent. That's that's two months' rent. <laughs> well, depending on where you <laughs> at, but on where you <laughs>
2: at? That's two months' rent. But month like, yeah,
1: there. Those seem to be the ones that are. are, are okay with the fact that oh well if you had to spend your last to give me a materialistic thing because i want it then that's what you had to do you're the man or whatever the case is i think that well that is my that has been my theory i haven't tested it but from my observation that's what i i feel like any girl that tells me like they had a job for a period of time or they had to hustle or they had to do things they tend to be the ones that'll be like yo you want me to 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 add anything to this or You know, let me take you out once or twice or whatever the case is. And the ones that are no concept of money, they act like it grows on trees.
2: Well, I know that ain't me. (laughs) It don't even matter. (laughs) There's many times I go with my best friend, and my best friend takes care of the tabs all the time. And then, like, once in a blue moon, if I just be like, yo, you want something? And he probably wouldn't even expect it because he would be the one always paying for right. it you know what i'm saying and now and then when it's like he'd be like oh you bought me something uh, oh you bought oh thank you i'd be like nigga shut the fuck up like you know what i mean like it's 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 it, it only takes 2.5 seconds to take care of somebody or to make them feel appreciated for what they do
1: and like you said niggas don't be expecting this, so don't. it so it really be the simplest shit you got me a rock <laughs> Damn Like how long It took nah, you To find that joint It's
2: crazy But <laughs> Just saying Like if I mean And I Like I don't want To put our business Out there But just like Low key The bill That we spend On a weekly basis In general Is It's easy A thousand dollars Or in general Just going outside And just having Fucking fun
1: mm-hmm. You
2: know what I'm saying So It don't take nothing To just be like Oh alright Alright Yesterday we went to a steakhouse, blah blah blah. I'm gonna take you for some seafood today. I got it. Like you understand? Know like right. when niggas don't expect, they feel appreciated because at the end of the day, the same amount of work that women put in to do shit, niggas do it too. Right. And it just take that specific person to find that. Right. Because niggas go on dates all the time and niggas pay the bills all the fucking time. That's why when they be like, "Oh, there's a woman that's out there that want to pay the bill." It's not that they want to pay the bill They just know what their worth is
1: Yeah and I think niggas Just after a while They want to feel appreciated They want to know that you're at least willing To do it Most dudes that I know Like when I go on the internet and I see some of these conversations I'm like yo who are these niggas Like (laughs) I don't know what y'all are talking about Because the men around me Then most Most of the men around me don't let women pay for anything True and i've seen it i've seen it they don't
2: i i've i've had a friend legit and i was just like yo like i took them out for their birthday legit and was like yo we going to this spot like i set the time i set the date i said where we was going like everything was under me and when it was time to pay the bill nigga would not yeah he was like get that that shit up out of here and i was just like it's your birthday though so what are we talking about here and he was just like yeah get the fuck out of here and i was like all right, And that's that's there's, the, not, there's nothing I could do in that boy. It's just like, OK, okay. that's the
1: majority of niggas that I know. Right. right. So when I see all this shit about like, oh, niggas be broke, die, this, that is that in the third. I'll be like, yo, this is confusing to me because <laughs> niggas are very generous. The what the problem is or what a lot of men want is to just know that you have the mindset to say, I see my man doing a lot. And I want to reciprocate it at some point. I know I can't fully do it. I may not, you know, be able to, he might be able to drop 1500 I might be able to just drop 500 every now and then. Mm-hmm. But a nigga just wants to see that you have the mindset. They, they may not even accept the offer, like you said. But just the idea of like, damn, yo, Shorty really took me out for my birthday. She planned it. She knew the spot that I was going to like. Like, she knew the food I was going to like. Like, she's paying attention. She fucks with me on some real shit as opposed to it just being like, yo, she's taking, taking, taking. She don't put no effort into this, no initiative, no nothing. I'm doing more than she is. Like, men just want to know that you're in the same mindset and that you care to that extent. And that unlocks a whole new nigga, to Mm -hmm. be honest. A lot of niggas Mm -hmm. be surface level Level one, level two. Until Ooh. you do that shit, then they on level five. Like that's when they start sucking toes and shit. Sucking toes. Yeah, that's when they. I mean, they start doing a little, little strange shit for some oh, change.
2: Not, oh, <laughs> doing some strange for some change. Yeah, eating okay. asses and shit. You know what hey, I mean? Hey, hey, hey. Behave I'm yourself.
1: Just saying. That's just when say they, it. That's when they start going down that route. All right. So, speaking about dating. Jonathan Majors and Megan Good have been spotted together there uh rumored to be dating, and a lot of people are up in arms about it because he has these allegations around him. Nothing has been proven. Um, I think his his court date is coming up June 9th or some shit like that. Or June 8th, one of those one of those days. Um How do you feel? About dating people that have I guess Let's just say a negative reputation around them Maybe not the same allegations that he's facing But a negative reputation He's facing DV allegations It's it's a hot mess The girl has recanted um, But there's it, The evidence isn't as exonerating as i guess the court of public opinion would like so a lot of people feel like okay he they're, they're not even looking at his allegations they're looking at it as he is a abuser so like how do you feel about being associated in a romantic way with somebody who has like these negative connotations around them
2: i mean i would say that there's probably something deeper than that so i'm sure she's probably approached him Right, asked him of the situation right. to explain it from his point of view and like you said Shorty recanted so it kind of like coincides with oh okay yeah he's you know being alleged to have hit you right. <laughs> and you're now saying that he did not hit you so alligated like, is
1: crazy, crazy alleged. <laughs> Alleged, I'll, I know
2: what it means. So
1: shut up. Come allegated. on, I'm making my own
2: words. I like to make my own words. Shut your mouth. Alleged, is allegated.
1: wild. They're going to kill you. I just asked. <laughs> so I had to clear I had to clean it up for you. <laughs> hey, this clip go alleged. out there. I'm sorry. <laughs> my bad. Yeah.
2: But like I was saying, it's just one of those things. Like if you know a person, you know what I mean? Like you kind of get to know the person, know how the person operates, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they have been alleged. <laughs> I said it right.
1: Alleged. To have done alleged. Wow, mm-hmm. wow, wow. We got you. We got you. Thank you.
2: (laughs) I appreciate that. No no problem. So with that being said, it's just like, okay, so do you take his word for it? Because you are dealing with him or do you take, I don't want to say the media, but you know what I mean? Everybody else's word for it because that's what's being presented at hand. So it's kind of, to be put in a situation like that, you kind of like in between, but you also have to like stick with your gut. And I'm sure her gut was probably telling her like, my man is being honest Mm -hmm. and He's telling me what he may or may not have done. You understand? Like, even if he's guilty, like, this is what I did, and this is what it wasn't supposed to be, and blah, blah, blah. By all means, you're being honest with me, so I'll stick beside you.
1: Yeah, I I think you kind of summed that up in a, a perfect sense in the way of... I've dated people that at times maybe didn't have the best reputation. Obviously, it wasn't based off of domestic violence so i'm not trying to equate the two but let's say a girl i dated had like some type of reputation of being wild whatever you consider wild to be <laughs> whether it is like they had mad it, sexual partners which so i don't cons- for me i don't consider that wild like women could do whatever they want with you their bodies strippers? I definitely date strippers. Yeah, I that's not that even that's not even a thing. But strippers be the, the least <laughs> sexual people. Yeah, you know, they is, have
2: I and I I mean not to say I could attest to this, but I've heard stories of them. Like, yeah, this is what they do to get paid and then behind closed doors they're like, you know, Miss Nancy type of vibe. But Yeah,
1: nah, strip strippers normally I mean there's there's levels to strippers. There there's the level one stripper. You might have to watch out for the level one stripper because she's doing anything to get paid. So she might be sucking dick that's in the boom one, boom not room, level three? huh?
2: That's level one, not level three. No,
1: that's that's ground level. You you doing anything to make make a means? So she might be sucking dick in the boom boom room for sure. <laughs> but then you have the strippers that kind of know why they're there, and they separate the job from real life, and whatever Absolutely. they're doing at the job. Is the job. What they're doing in real life is real life. So they will sell you the fantasy, but the moment them lights come on or they off the shift or the clock, they are untouchable. Like you can't buy them. Cause a lot of niggas that go to the strip club think that they can buy this woman into uh being interested. And so like that's where the ground level shorties, the level ones. Some of them are susceptible to that. And some of them, again, if they really hungry, it's like, all right, whatever. But once you either graduate out of that or once you go into the stripping industry knowing, okay, I'm here for a job. Those strippers and those are the ones I've normally dealt with. I haven't really dealt with the hungry, hungry hippo strippers. Think it's hungry hippo. <laughs> those strippers normally. <laughs> like they're prudish, like they're. They'll do all that shit in the strip club, but in their personal life, it's like, you you tell them something freaky, and they like, it's not like they don't do it, or it's out of their realm, but it, getting to a sexual place with them isn't as easy as some people think.
2: Have you had a stripper
1: that didn't know how to fuck? Have I had a stripper that... Mm, it's not that they didn't know how to fuck, it... Was more so that the, you, you you project experiences. Mm. So you see that they could do all these things on the pole and you expect that they can do that in the bedroom. And that's not always a one-to-one equation. Um, <laughs> sometimes niggas be lazy. You know what I mean? Sometimes they're not trying to do all that. So it, it's not as exciting as you think that um, it be. might be. Mm-hmm. But um, I know you're not slurping on the mic. But... <laughs> But, yeah, I, I just think that it, it comes down to what her mindset is. And you got me totally off my original point, which was sorry. Um, sometimes sorry. I've dated people who've had maybe a reputation of <clears throat> being, quote, unquote, wild, um, whatever that may mean to you. And having them be upfront or having them be able to explain certain situations makes the difference. Mm-hmm. Like whatever allegation or whatever reputation is around them can be different from what, at least what they're projecting to be the reality is. Like they might say, oh, yo, shorty is wild because she messed with homie and homie be doing da 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 and he a wild boy too and she liked that shit and da-da-da and then you speak to her and she's like, I didn't even know he was like that until we were six months in. I was already in deep and... It was just a lot of manipulation. It was a lot of this and that going on. And that's why I stuck with him for three years. When you get to the meat and potatoes and shit like that, it makes it a little bit more understandable. And you can have a little bit more grace. So like you said, him and her might have had a, and that's what I presume they had a conversation. And whatever he's telling her, whatever the meat and potatoes of what actually happened that we don't know about, she's able to make a decision off of and say,
2: I'm going to stick by side Right.
1: Yeah, I just say Whatever is being put in the media. I'm
2: surprised because um, not surprised on her relationship, but I remember there was a whole thing that whoever she was dating was a God-fearing guy and they oh, was, that was
1: her like, husband. Bible yeah.
2: study, and now she dated somebody else. That's what. But now that I'm hearing this, I'm just like, whoa, what?
1: I mean, <laughs> the, the think piece is a corny. You can date a pastor nigga and date a gangbanger. Like, that it happens. It do. It does. It happens. Like... It does. Whatever somebody's calling is does not necessarily always, and, and this is a bad example, but not necessarily <laughs> always <laughs> speaks to their character. If you're a gangbanger, it does speak to your character a little bit. But what I'm saying is, like, just no, because let, Jonathan Major...
2: gang-affiliated, because not all the time the gangbangers
1: be, like... Not every like, nigga what? in the gang is a banger. I know. You but... Yeah. Um... But like a pastor to just another actor, y'all niggas is really dragging it Not making it be like, yo, how how she go from that to DV allegation? Allegations are allegations, and I, I don't think people are putting enough respect on allegations these days. We're so quick to just jump to conclusions, whether it's because of social media or other means. People are really quick to just go and just hear something and. People are just quick to hear some shit and then be on some, like, oh, that's what it is, without getting any type of details, without getting any type of facts. And I kind of feel like that's happening to Jonathan, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Like, there there aren't any real facts that clearly cut dry, cut and dry say he did what was alleged. And oh. on
2: top of that, Shorty recanted that. She did. Right. He did. So... so.
1: Yeah. Uh, but we're going to see. We're going to see where that goes. We're going to see where Megan and him goes. Um, I hope. I, I Listen, I'm praying for the best for everybody. <laughs> that, that, that's where I'm at with that. Um, okay. Now, I'm going to see if I can get this clip to play. And uh, then be acting wild sometimes because they put some new system up in here. But there is a clip floating around about who is more important your friends or your partner so let me see if i could
0: get this to go wait do you say my girl is more important than my friends i'll never say that because i don't feel like it should never be unclear once i establish that this woman is my future that's it. it you know the deal and the reason i say that is because that's the approach i take with someone else that's probably the problem because like yo i'm taking this approach with you you've known me 10 years. I don't know how long, how long you've been in Britney. Two. I just know she's more important than me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, yo, hey, yo. Hey, hey know that. <laughs> yo, <laughs> so that's I just, real. Like, as, as your friend, yeah. I know she's more important than me. Yeah. yeah. I know that because that's your future. Mm,
2: okay.
1: So, how you feel about those sentiments? Is your partner more important or is your friend more important?
2: Um, I think that there needs to be a balance in general. Um, me personally, I have the same amount of love that I would have for my partner with my friends. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, my friends would know like, hey, our time is this time, blah, 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 whatever. Or if I tell them like, hey, I'm going to be with such and such. Mm hmm this amount of time, like it wouldn't be a rift within our friendship because it's like, Oh, okay. You're going to be with your significant other. Right. Like I get it. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I would still make sure that there's time left for my friends. Right. Because a lot of times people get into relationships or into situations with significant others and kind of like disregard their friends. And that's how they kind of like ruin their relationships because they don't like kind of establish a median between the two.
1: I'm about to turn this shit up. Fucking, we're about to wake them up. I think this is nigga shit. This is what what I, it's one of these nigga conversations that that we just can't get away from. This is a different version of who's more important, your wife or your mom. Mm. And I think the word important is the wrong word here. I think what could be the case is your partner takes priority Mm -hmm. over your friends, right? Like if something happens to my friend and something happens to my girl, and naturally time, like you've mentioned before, plays into this as well. If you've only been my girl for three months and my man of 10 years Mm -hmm. gets into some shit, you as my girl of three months is going to have to realize that I'm going to have to go figure out what's up with my mans. mans. uh,
2: But at the end of the day, when I'm done with that, I'm coming back to you. Right,
1: right, right. But if we're talking about priority then yeah if if I've been with a girl for three years and my man of ten years calls me for like yo it's it's guy's night out Real and sad. yeah and I'm like and my girl made a date night uh, I'm gonna have to tell yo guy's night out I'm sorry I can't make that like my girl is gonna be a little bit more of a priority in that instance, because like he said, that is my future, but importance. No, I don't know if you can equate the importance
2: two. And priority. Yeah, that right. Makes
1: sense. Because like, if you, my man's for 10 years and you didn't, we almost got killed together. We, <laughs> <laughs> we have mad memories. We grew up. We, you taught me how to do this. I taught you how to do that. Like, that's a different form of significance. That I can't equate to, yeah, someone that I might be having a child with, someone that I might marry, someone that I'll be planning a future and a life with. Those two significances are different, and I don't know if I can say that because you are my future, you're more important than my past. Because without my past, I wouldn't be who I am that would be building this future with you, so... That's kind of where I'm at with it in terms of you saying, like, it's it's kind of 50-50. I'm, I'm in mm-hmm. agreement. I, I think, I just think that the word importance is being misused here. So right. that's the difference.
2: I mean, I, I agree uh, totally with what you just, uh, I was it say came up with what you just said. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, like, yeah, years play precedence with that. But it's just also, like, the term and the factor because at the end of the day, boom, uh it's like saying your your children before your like I and I don't want to say significant other because there's a lot of times that should be with, with your significant other and something happens with your kid that may not have been made with your significant other mm-hmm. and your kid comes first. Right. So at the end of the day you still have to like hold on to that because it's just like, hey, at the end of the day, the kid was before me. Like I have no choice but to deal with that. You know right. what I mean? You have to do what your kids do what you got to do.
1: Right. The kid and is going to be a priority. And
2: I love that for you because then the day, like, I feel like if I'm with a person and something happened to their kid and they're like, you know what? Fuck that. They mom got it. Yeah. I'm I'll looking at you like, crazy. What are we doing here? <laughs> like, we're, we're already together. We're here. We're good. You understand? Yeah, yeah, little Tim like, Tim
1: just got hit, Tim Tim by, got <laughs> hit by
2: a bus yeah, and you, you want to stay with me? That's you, a red flag. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't know about I need that. you to go and make sure that your child is okay. Yeah,
1: Go get Tim Tim.
2: There was a reason why he was called. Like, it wasn't a hey, he got hit by a car, but don't worry, he's good. I'm just letting you know that he's all right. You know what I mean? It was a oh my God, he got hit. Where you at? Right. You gotta go.
0: Right.
1: That's it. It it wasn't. I'm good. (laughs) I'm straight. Like, you You didn't get that call. (laughs) That nigga's not straight. He's not good. All right, yeah. you better go get tip-tip. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga said tip-tip. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. yeah no, nah, That's a red flag for me for sure. Like I get, I get a little, I give a little side eye sometimes when shorties be like wanting to spend more time with me, and it's like, yo, your your, your child don't play no no partners. <laughs> like you know what I mean. <laughs> you sure?
2: Nah, listen. Right. If they got somebody that's watching the kid, then yeah, definitely they don't give two fucks. Like, oh yeah, she was my mom, or she was my sister. Yeah, and that's like,
1: cool. It's just like there's a there's a threshold before it starts to feel a little red flaggy, where it's just kind of like not nah, they good. We 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 could go. I I don't. I want to say, and I can't remember cool the person is so maybe i made this shit up in my head but Not i mean want to say there was a time where i was dating a shorty mm-hmm. and she wanted to see me so mm-hmm. she just put like the baby monitor in the room and we went somewhere for it wasn't long but we went somewhere and it was like nah, i'm cool like it's good we just we got the baby monitor it's 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 <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like the baby mom why don't go do shit <laughs> if the fucking house is on fire right. like i need you to go back <laughs> to your kids like i can't i can't do it um but yeah nah that makes that makes sense um chris breezy is dropping a new project he's been involved in a lot of shit lately fights with usher yelling yeah. at tiana <laughs> taylor <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of shit circulate, cir- circling him as an individual right now. Are you excited for this project <laughs> with all the shit going on? <laughs> I'm
2: not going to hold you. Um, I, I don't know. I, I necessarily don't be excited for anybody's shit nowadays. Like, I honestly I feel, feel like a lot of people, music and stuff, be like, and refurbish is the wrong word to use, but it's just more so, like, it just feels like the same. There's no, like...
1: Now, nah, music has lost its value.
2: It, it really has. So, yeah. to be like, oh, my God, I'm excited because he's Chris Brown, I'm not going to hold you. I'm really not excited about anybody's music. So Nah,
1: I mean, I realized that with the last Drake drop. Like, Drake <laughs> is one of them artists that no matter what, I'm super excited for. Mm-hmm. And then when... He dropped uh, her loss with Twenty One Savage. I was like, I'll get to it when I get to it. And mm-hmm. I was like, Can you Oh do something for shit! Man? Like <laughs> they was I, trying to call the man gay and everything. Like yeah, they did a lot. Um, but that was the first moment where I was like, I'm over music. Like I don't give a fuck who dropped. So, when Scissor dropped, I did get excited. Mm, when Scissor right, dropped, that this is a different. Yeah, so I'm a I, Walker I, too. I, she different too. Yes, I'm a Walker. I got a, I got excited for that too, but. Not to the extent that I used to get excited. I will never forget when Take Care dropped. And I'm just looking at the difference between <laughs> when I and maybe age plays a factor in it. This but it's
2: true. Yes.
1: When Take Care dropped, I went and got the deluxe package with the, the fucking YMCMB shirt and all of that. And I was mad excited Got that CD, threw it in the car and played it over and over and over and over. You can't catch me doing no shit like that as a as as a, <laughs> as a grown this, ass man now. At
2: this time, nope.
1: And I don't know if it's because of the grown ass manness or if it's because of the music.
2: I think it's both. Both play a part because the yeah. grown ass man in you is just like, eh. Fuck My, it. I can get this music anywhere. Blah blah blah. Whatever, whatever song I like, cool. And then also <laughs> the not giving a fuck about the music. It's just like, yo, is your shit making me bump when I listen to it the yeah. first time around? No, it's not making me, yo, let me hear that shit again. Like,
1: yeah, nah, not. So not. Nah, now, I will say I am definitely trying to go. I am so happy that SZA re-upped her concerts and she's doing another one in October. Um, She's doing one around my is birthday. around your birthday? Definitely, it is October eighth. I think look is look at this. Look at this shit. Is is her her uh-huh. con- And I'm uh-huh. definitely trying to go to that. Shit. Absolutely. So all right, you know, I mean? any mm-hmm. listeners want to bless the kid
2: with tickets
1: <laughs> to this concert? Yeah, uh-huh. you know, anybody, anybody work at Barclays <laughs> and got the hookup? You know what I mean? Hey, I used to work there. I can get you something. Yes, you know what, you know me what mean? I mean. You got know. the hookup. Give me. You know, know I mean. I'm you trying know. to trying to know. be up in there. Um, What I am excited about with Chris though in this drop is that it's no longer gonna be This 30 piece, 40 piece that he's been given with no sauce Um, Yeah, his his album's Been 30 songs long uh, Mm. For the last 5 years, so I need him I needed him to to, to Shave that shit down and he did So I'm excited about that Um, It's supposed to be 20 songs or less Um, So we'll see Hopefully he's returning Back to you know what i mean i don't even remember the last time like i like the 30 piece in terms of the music in totality was good it's just too much music for me um but hopefully he, he he gives a nice concise project that last project he gave wasn't it i don't know what you doing over there you good you straight uh-huh, <laughs> fine. sorry don't mind me <laughs> cover the moment you hush
2: continue
1: so wives are starting to make more than their their husbands um they used a picture ASAP and, and <laughs> Rihanna to push this narrative. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> they, they they used. To, Ooh, um, they
2: fucked up for that. Like, why would they do that?
1: How do you feel about making more than your man?
2: Um, I don't feel no way about that.
1: You you be cool if if you you the breadwinner in the relationship. I would be. Cause that's been a debate a lot lately especially revolving around fifty-fifty. i mean who owns bus companies and shit <laughs> it's been a lot it's a lot going on
2: okay so in i mean in in reality me i'm a different breed like i was growing up different or whatever the case may be like my mom was you know a single mother raising three kids blah blah, blah. like at the end of the day me making More than my man is kind of one of those things Where it's just like Okay like this is like The now Mm -hmm. But I would also be like What are you doing Mm -hmm. And how could we Make sure that you're Monopolizing or making more Than what you are right now Because I mean we're not I I don't want to be I'm not the type to be like Oh I'm making more than you Or to use that in an argument Because at the end of the day That's not doing anything for me Right You know what I'm saying Yeah. I mean
1: that shit is corny To be honest
2: yeah, it, it's it, I, I've heard on, on
1: both sides of it, like male I've, or female. I've
2: heard arguments and you know, stupidness. Well, I'm paying this bill and you not, or oh, I'm paying yeah. the rent. I'm yeah.
1: That shit me, sound crazy to me when you see niggas arguing and that's what nigga I pay your phone bill. Oh shit! Right, y'all don't love each other.
2: Yeah, that's what I hear. To me, I I I don't see the reason to even bring that up in an argument or whatever the debate may be because at the end of the day. Y'all knew what y'all signed up for.
1: Right. You knew that nigga was working at CVS when you got with him. When you
2: got with him, right? Or driving an MTA bus while you was already a millionaire type of vibes. Like, you fell in love with the person, not their bank account. Well, you
1: should be. But I think that that's shifting, and I don't know where this this new culture is coming from, but it's It's kind of scary. Social media. It is coming from social media. Social media and reality TV. Yes, yeah, spinning fucking fairy tales. And it's it's crazy how people are, are feeding into it, though, because mm-hmm. it's like, where do y'all see this shit in real life where you are a whole grown-ass adult and you're willing to watch somebody bust their ass to provide and you have the capability and or you are going and getting your own check. But you're not going to contribute in any way, shape or form Absolutely. To, to at least look at your partner and say, yo, you're doing a lot. And I want you to be able to at least like calm some of that down.
2: Absolutely. Like
1: it's either you want your man working 24-7 or you want to just be able to spend time with the nigga. Which one is it?
2: And, and to be completely honest, I think what also plays a part is, OK, if y'all want to build and create a family, you have to also take into account who is going to be off of work. Right. Who's going to be home, who's going to watch the kids at first, who's going to pay whatever the bills may be, whether it's kindergarten, not kindergarten, excuse me, pre-K and babysitting fees. All of that has to coincide. So you got to kind of look at the bigger picture and not in the now. Like, okay, she may make it more than you right now. But by the time she get pregnant, you get a promotion. You're making more than her. Then what does it change? Like, you know what I mean? So it's
1: just. Uh. And, and most niggas is in the same or similar ballparks, right? A lot of niggas is making 50K. That is supposed to be the average in the United States, 56K. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are, are making relatively, like you might be making 60. She might be making 45. When y'all first met, maybe you was making 43 and she was making 45. So she technically was making more than you. And like you said, you got a promotion. So now you're making. 60 she got a promotion she making 50 y'all in the same ballpark like so to be sitting there like nah we're gonna operate our life off of 60k Mm -hmm. when we got a whole stash of 50 Mm -hmm. but all of that is going to is louis vuitton and birkin (laughs) y'all got me fucked up
2: (laughs) i mean wasn't that also a whole like conversation because um what's her name gabrielle union Decided to disclose that her And Dwayne Wade Go 50-50 like, I know 50, Dwayne 50 was tight Bales. And it's like yeah I understand you ain't want Nobody to know that But that's real life shit Like y'all are married And niggas is looking at you
1: We gonna talk about it Right in a second So This 50-50 uh, Dwayne Wade And Gabrielle Union uh, Situation I don't know what's wrong with niggas. I don't know why it is such a big hoopla that they decide to do that based off of whatever conversation they had that allows it to work for them. right.
2: I think it's more so the fact that he's Dwayne Wade.
1: Well, if you take certain things into context, it is a little Mm -hmm. crazy. Right, he makes I think hundred and fifty million a year, and she makes something like fifty six million a year. Both of those are out of my fucking pay grade. So <laughs> my opinion is very limited right. on, on what niggas should be doing in that. Let me Google it. Way, okay. shape, or in in that area. It mm-hmm. that that's out of my ballpark. I don't know. I have not touched that amount of money yet. So, um, that's a little different. But I just think that if you're talking about some of the psychological components of it, some of the psychological things that she said goes into it, I can understand certain things, right? She's talking about hyper-independence at the end of the day. Feeling like she could, one, she's coming from a place where she was the focal point of making most of the money. Um, And then also, she never wanted to feel destitute based upon what a man could provide or not okay um so those are those can be considered trauma responses and those can be maybe unhealthy reasons why she's doing the 50 50 Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day the 50 50 isn't a bad thing in my opinion Wow except for the fact that he makes more money, I way was, more money. I than, was huh? about
2: to say, yeah, because his net worth is 170 and hers is 40 right. million. Right. And at the end of the day, so that's triple. It's triple. And w- with that being said, it's just more so like, okay, you accepted the 50 50 for why? I,
1: she didn't accept it. She no, wanted no, no. it. I'm not talking about. Oh, you're talking about Dwayne.
2: Dwayne. Like, whether she wanted it or not. Like, as I, I as guess man she said something convincing.
1: I, eh, I if if a like shorty, convincing. if a shorty is saying like, "Yo, it's really gonna make me uncomfortable for you to be, you paying, to be for paying for it, the bills." At and, some point, I you're mean, gonna be like, "I," right. like, "I tried." <laughs> like, I, I, I'm telling her, "No, nah, I'm cool," because she did say that. I think he mentioned or he brought up that he would take care of everything, but she was just uncomfortable with it. So, if it's going to make her uncomfortable, I don't know.
2: But, again, that's probably a trauma response, as you said. Because, at the end of the day, if a man is willing to take care of everything... And I understand that you don't want your hmm, codependence to be on the man. Right. Especially when you're not used to it. Well, not saying that she's not used to it. But I'm just saying in general, like...
1: But she not, isn't used to it. She no, isn't.
2: No, I understand that. But what I'm saying is, like, not all for being like, yo, I'm not used to niggas taking care of shit. So... You trying to take a kid? No. Fuck that. I want to give 50-50. Right. Let's do what we got to do. It's one of those things like, why even stress yourself out about that? You know what I mean? But again, can't speak for everybody. Can't tell her what to do with money and call it a day.
1: I mean, day. I wouldn't feel comfortable with it. I, I know I'm not a chick, so my orientation already is totally different. But if my girl was like, I'm taking care of all of the bills because I make triple what you make. I'm not feeling cool with that
2: So what would you do In that aspect
1: I don't know I don't know if the listeners Heard you Because the mic is 15 feet from
2: (laughs) So what would you do In regards to that Like yeah I make more than you. Well, let's just talk. Like, I know we you're talking in third person, but boom, we're, we're right here so, mm-hmm. we're here. so I make three times more than you. Right. And I said, I'm going to take care of everything. And you don't like that. What are you going to do in regards to that? No,
1: we're just going to have to have a conversation about
2: it. Yeah, but I had the conversation with you and I told you, I don't care what you're saying.
1: Oh, well, then at that point, that's it. To me, that's illuminating something else. If If we're having that conversation and you're not taking it into account, which is why I'm saying I can't blame Dwayne Wade. Because on the flip side of it, if I'm having this conversation with you and I'm telling you it's making me extremely uncomfortable and I break down why and maybe you might say, well, you know, that's not going to be the case between us. But I'm like, until I get to that space where I feel like that, I'm uncomfortable with it. And if you're disregarding that, that's going to make me feel like you're disregarding my feelings or you're disregarding what I'm telling Mm -hmm. you. So then that illuminates another problem as opposed to it being like, yo, we're having a serious conversation and I'm telling you and I'm steadfast and i'm strong about i don't want you taking care of everything and you at some point saying okay no problem that'll at least let me feel like okay you're you're taking into consideration how i'm feeling about this and you're allowing me to operate within the relationship in the sway, the way in the space that i feel like is going to make me comfortable that's why i'm like i can't blame him for making so much more than her and saying, listen, if Shorty is telling me that she wants to do 50-50, I ain't going to keep arguing. This sounds like a losing battle. There's no win by being like, nah, fuck that. I'm taking care of everything.
2: And he probably doing something else to make sure that she get the money back, too. So, Because I don't think he just sitting there and let her pay for shit. Like, yeah, you could pay for this. But then the end of the day, the amount that I know that goes to. Because the 50-50 could be split in the utilities. As in the lesser portion of whatever you you pay You pay that and I'll pay the higher amount
1: Listen they've been married for a while They've been married through a break baby They've been married through a I lot of a shit baby. They, they know They know what they doing Alright so I like that's why I say this, this. This is above my pay grade. I'm talking yeah, about, about both of my pay grade. Yeah. yeah, like we talking about thousands, and they talking about millions. When we trying to equate it, like niggas who who's putting sixty and fifty together to make a two household mm-hmm. income versus uh whatever they doing is is totally different ballpark. So I think that everybody needs to mind their fucking business when it comes to that. <laughs> I think in terms of. Women making more or or wives making more than their husbands. And they said in that article that those relationships are lasting longer. Of course. Well, why do you think that's the case? I'm interested from a a woman's perspective.
2: I ain't got it for you because I ain't in one, but I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) The communication, I'm telling you, communication is probably where it is. Like, listen, at the end of the day, allow me to do this. And we can push forward or we can do what we got to do.
1: What What do you think is the difference, though, between like a man making the most money and then they, they're in a relationship mm-hmm. or they're in a marriage and it doesn't last. And then there's like a woman is now in that that space where it's head of the household, quote unquote. Um, she's making the most money and it lasting longer. Is there something about because you would, I, I feel like based off of at least social media. Uh, It would be the opposite You would think that More money issue Conversations would pop up
2: Um, I would think that She probably lets him feel More of a man In general Like she doesn't let The money be an issue So where it's like It emasculates him It's more mm-hmm. of a like You are the head Of the household You are still The man of this house you're, just, you're the man Of this relationship mm-hmm. I will allow you To be as such But as far as finances go well, yeah, We could go 50-50 Because blah, 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 I make more than you But I will be submissive to you in regards to how this household is supposed to be ran. So, yeah, you're the man of this household. You're the man of this relationship. You're the man. I'm going to make sure that you feel that way.
1: What What is the man, though? D- describe that for me. When you think about the man of your household, what does that mean? What are, what are his responsibilities? I ain't got that for you.
2: No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
1: Just fiending to say that shit. No, I,
2: mean, I do. I do. I love that. I love that for you. No, what, you about, what you about to do?
1: Nothing. God. God.
2: Go go yeah, the man of the household, like he's just, you know, he's he's the man. He um makes sure shits get paid for, whether it's his money or not. You know. So
1: you one of those that when y'all go to dinner, you giving the nigga your card wow, and letting wow, him pay for wow. it.
2: I mean, that's probably what they do. I don't know about me. <laughs> I me, it's different. I I say that was me. I'm like asking.
1: Ask it. <laughs>
2: it, it ain't no slide in my card. If I'm paying for it, I'm paying for it. If you paying for it, you paying
1: for it. I don't. I don't like that. Should be looking crazy.
2: Why? Well, we're not just be like here. This is the
1: card. And then face. a nigga looking stupid in the face, <laughs> handing it to the to the surfer. I'm
2: not gonna hold what you as a server To <laughs> the original plot of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there before And I've seen that happen And, and he, he looks, looks stupid like, in
1: the face Right Cause you
2: just be like Oh they want the check And then when you put the check down You come back And then you You're talking to the female The entire time But yet the man is handing it to you But when you look at the card It's definitely a It says Keisha card. on
1: it Definitely
2: hey. Here we go with Keisha again <laughs> Keisha it wasn't me I ain't think that again it wasn't me. <laughs> I'm saying They
1: like, got it Yo the nigga I, Every time I've seen it The nigga look stupid in the face And I'm like Why don't you just let her Give, give her the card Or give him yeah, the card And just him the card and
2: sign for it Like I think it's one of those things And I lot of you know I watch it all the time Like the lady will put the card down The babe, man babe, will you pass got, it up You
1: gotta sign it babe. Not
2: even right And pass back the <laughs> shit For them to sign <laughs> And then be like Oh what's the tip How you did that Or you feel me Like Yeah they, ba- yeah, Babe you gotta,
1: you gotta sign it
2: To me I, don't, I, I honestly <laughs> And I can't speak on that Cause I don't know What the dynamic is I just see that all the that time That sound like
1: DV That's <laughs>
2: I don't even think it's a domestic violence type of thing. I think it's more so it a manipulative. I think like it's, it's it a though. head it's a headstrong manipulative type shit. because...
1: It's an ego thing and 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 that's to me that's a toxic version of man is head of the house. That's why I asked that question in terms of what is his responsibilities, because sometimes it's it's surface level bullshit. If if you're not paying for it, you are not paying for it. If Shorty is paying for it, let her pay. Let her do the whole card exchange. But sometimes we get wrapped in traditionalism and how a man is supposed to be represented in public versus whatever may be the reality. And I get that because there are times where you don't want your man looking like a punk. Or you don't want him looking crazy in the streets. You don't you don't want niggas other niggas looking at him like, damn, he down bad. Like, like you don't want that. So yeah, like everybody at the dinner table everybody's man is pulling out the card to pay for the shit and here go dumb in the face jack who is is don't got no bread no card no nothing he just got out two months two months ago he don't got nothing set up
2: story that you are giving (laughs) i don't understand
1: so now you gotta give him the card to make him look like he a man i don't know it just it feels wrong it feels bad but I get it. You don't want niggas to look stupid sometimes because that leads to other shit. That leads to other niggas looking at the relationship and being like, oh, okay, I could try shorty. I could
2: try shorty.
1: Mm, I could. You know what I mean? That nigga not doing it right. He not treating you right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me show you something mm-hmm. finer. Let me show you something better. Right. But, all right, we're going to wrap this episode up. And then we are going to do a Patreon episode. Um, yeah. Patreon is where we get a little deeper. I'm gonna ask Dimes no, the no, real no, questions. No, 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 yep, no, I'm gonna no, ask no. her the real shit. I'm going to sleep. You got any uh, last uh, remarks for the people in regards to what to this episode? You know, we do. What would Dad say? Tough not. Do you have any wrap up, any advice, <laughs> a tip?
2: Listen, I just want to say shout out to Dad hats of both times for having me on the 200th episode because Lord knows. <laughs>
1: Lord, Lord knows what?
2: Lord knows. I'm just going to soak it out. Oh, okay. no.
1: Okay. What would dad say? <laughs> dad would say, focus on the healthy aspects of the relationships in your life. Mm-hmm. And if you look at your relationships, you look at the people in your life, and you realize that there is more toxicity and unbalanced elements as opposed to healthy, fun things going on that make you feel like you are nourished when you leave that individual then you need to do something what which is called a circle check and you need to look at who is around you and audit yourself and say is this worth keeping or should I let this go another episode of dad has to bow ties